Anyway, we have a guest, Jennifer. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> a very successful one. Yes, a guest <laughs> we've had before, and uh, we'd like to welcome her back, Jessie O'Connor from Flagmount. <laughs> Great to see you again. Thank you very much, Jim. Thank you. Listen, it's 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 a couple of years, I think. Do you, do you, we were talking before um, we went on air. Twenty twenty one, you were here the last time. Yes, I believe so. Twenty twenty one. Yes, yeah. and in twenty twenty one, you were, uh, I think, in fifth year and studying for the leaving cert. Yes, fifth year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were in Gort. Yes, in Gort Community School. Yeah. Yes, and then for the leaving cert, you. You decided to travel a bit? I did. I decided to travel to Limerick Tutorial College in Limerick City. And I spent the year there to do my leave in search. How long was the trek from home to Limerick? Oh, God, I'd say about an hour and ten minutes every yeah. morning. Gosh. Going and coming yeah, home as yeah. well, yeah. And is the, the Limerick Tutorial College, is that is that's different from like a regular secondary school very different yeah so the day would be from nine to five normally the secondary school day would be nine to four mm. every day so it was a bit more of a, a longer day for me and then um it was kind of required out of the school to do three hours of study in the evening as well wow. so yeah and would the numbers be smaller in in the tutorial college now? yes very much so so there was only about 60 in my year compared to about 150, 160 in Gorsh. So, huge difference. Was it much more intense? Because I know in Dublin there was the Leeson Street Institute and that was something that was very focused purely on the Leaving Cert and just very intense. So was it quite an intense experience there? Very, very intense. Yeah, Yeah, exams every two weeks and you were always monitored on how you were doing and everything, yeah. But it was good at the same time because it encouraged you to study and encourage you to do well and you know yeah have aspirations nice yes yeah and it obviously proved very well um for you considering that you're now in the royal college of surgeons yes yeah yeah i was very happy with my leaving cert results yeah. so so can you um, tell us a bit about what you're doing in dublin so i'm studying pharmacy in royal college of surgeons i've just completed my first year and i'm absolutely loving it so far nice yes yeah. and can i ask in terms of what's the difference say between pharmacy and and chemistry because i know that you can have is it chemists working in pharmacies? So is it one and the same or? Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I know in the course, like we do an awful lot of chemistry. Yeah, so yeah. we have two modules of chemistry each semester, which is a huge chunk. So we have mm. to know like an awful lot about chemistry. Yeah. yeah. And then in terms of what would your aspirations be? Like what inspired you to get into pharmacy? Well, um, Ultimately, I wanted to become a doctor, yeah. um, but unfortunately that didn't work out. But um, hopefully when I have my pharmacy course finished that I will be able to transfer into medicine. Yeah. So that's so, the plan yeah. anyway. That's a, a very ambitious path ahead yes and a yeah. huge amount of dedication and determination yeah a lot of a lot of years of work yeah yeah and what is it about medicine that appeals to you oh just really want to help people and just want to care for people yeah. be there and everything and I know there's a huge shortage of GPs in this country at the moment mm. and yeah I just want to make a difference yeah and, and yeah. the GP area is where you want to go yes yeah 100% I always wanted to be like that first line mm. of care to people yeah and yeah. so not only are you very well um, academically but you're also very musical and very creative as well so talk us through that 
Yes, so um, I play three instruments, uh, concertina, fiddle and traditional piano as well. Um, I've been playing music since I was about six or seven years of age and I fell in love with it the day I started. Is there music in your family? No, there isn't really, but my granny absolutely loves music and she's the one who got me into it. She made a phone call to Mary Mack one day and I started going to lessons straight away and just absolutely have loved it since I started. Brilliant. Yeah. And do you have a favourite of the three? That's a tough question now <laughs> because it varies, you know. Yeah. Um, some I love all three mm. and um, it's very hard to pick one. I absolutely love playing all three of them. And if you're involved in any kind of group collaboration, so if there's a band or, you know, a Kaylee group or anything like that, do you tend to veer towards one instrument over the others? Well, normally because there is always a shortage of fiddle players. I al- I'm always asked to play the fiddle. Okay. Yeah, because you need about, you know, you need a good three, four fiddle players in a band. So they're always short for fiddles. And so. why I wonder is that, that they're short to fiddle players? I don't know, really. People, a lot of people, you know, recently have started playing concertina, mm. piano, like reed instruments like accordion, concertina, piano. Not as many fiddles. But I would have thought yeah. fiddle would have been like the yeah. one that nearly everybody... Is it is it difficult to learn the fiddle more more so than the other instruments? I wonder. I think fiddle was the hardest for me anyway because mm. you have to kind of learn to, you know, between the fingerboard and then the bow. Yeah. And yeah, um, just coordinating between both. Yeah, I found it the hardest anyway to pick and up. I know you play with with the band with the Kaylee band. Yes. Yeah. Um, which you know is there is there are you drawn towards? one or the other playing on your own or playing with the Kaylee band I'm just it's I, I'd imagine there's great fun with a group of musicians playing together mm. oh there 100% is yeah um, I really enjoy playing with my friends we have great craft together all the time we meet up every Saturday for practice and now since we're going to the Munster Fla we just competed in the County Fla last weekend and we qualified for the Munster Flas so we're meeting twice a week now so yeah. we'll be sick of each other by the time the Munster Flas comes so. <laughs> the pressure is on <laughs> the pressure is on yeah um, and for the Flas now are you in them as a group or are you also in individually are you in any competitions individually so I am in the Kayleigh Band competition and I'm also in three solo competitions so I qualified in Senior Concertina um, senior accompaniment and I also composed a tune as well wow. so I qualified in that competition and is this your first time composing um, so I started composing during Covid because being at home and kind of looking at the four walls you know you would your mind would run and I just came up with the idea of composing tunes and I haven't stopped since I've wow. composed about three tunes so far so and how, yeah. how difficult is it to compose um, I don't know really. Uh, it kind of came naturally enough to mm. me. Um, you know, when you kind of get a melody in your head, you just kind of go along with it and keep writing. How do you go? It. How do you go about composing? Would you what, have? What's would, your method, yeah. Jim? You're really testing me. <laughs> <laughs> My method. Um, I guess you know. I come up with maybe a few bars in my head mm. and I would just, you know, um, if I just came up with a few bars of, of a tune, I would just keep writing, keep going, you know. 
um, playing, playing, um, trying to continue the phrase, um, something that goes with it, and then just kind of comes naturally then after a while. And do you compose just for yourself or do you compose for the group? No, I've never composed for a group. I've just composed for mm. myself, really. It was really during COVID, so I was just yeah. kind of messing with the instruments and yeah. that's how it all happened. And would, it, would it change as you go on, let's say, the from the initial melody until you're kind of happy with it at the end? Would, it, would, would, the, would the whole thing change and evolve? Yes, I would. It would change about thirty times, maybe until <laughs> until yeah, yeah. Um, it does take work. It does take work. Yeah, hundred percent. I was in a band now a hundred years ago, but I was a backing singer, and with that, I wasn't involved with any of the writing. It was a singer songwriter, and she was incredibly talented. But what I absolutely loved was when it was the band together actually coming up with the melody so she may have the words but actually coming up with the melody and the harmonies and and everything with that and it was just like that it was very hard to describe the process it was just that kind of you got into a vibe and there was a a good energy with the group as well and sometimes might go one way might go another but even hearing the music back now this is I'm talking about that 20 five or six years ago but it was just one of those things that it was such a a wonderful way to collaborate with other people and then actually play it but also see other people react yes to your to, work to it yeah. yeah yeah so that's amazing though that you've and so when, are, when are the monsters on um the monster flat is on the i believe the 15th and 16th of july in Tralee, county Kerry. Yes. so we'll so. be going on a bit of a trip <laughs> yes and, and and the one the tune you composed yourself is part of that. Yes, that yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Marvelous. Isn't and it? can I ask, in terms of so, for somebody that may be interested to like that may be at an amateur stage of learning an instrument, how do you actually get into the flas? How do you actually get to apply and take part? So what happened with me was I started going to Mary Mac. Mara and Tulla at a very young age and she was hugely involved in Tulla Kyoltis. Okay. So the Kyoltis itself would enter itself into the flat mm. and you'd enter into a solo through Tulla Kyoltis. So you'd be named with your name and the Kyoltis beside okay, your name. Okay. So it's all about Kyoltis groups. So you have ones in Tulla, Dora Bearfield, Ennis, Kirkcastle Bally A, um, Kilrush, all around Clare. So you'd always go through the Kyoltis, you wouldn't actually individually apply? You could individually ap- apply, but normally it's through Kyoltis. Yeah. And then you have, so before, obviously you're, you've got the FLA, as I, as I was saying, the FLA FLA um, in Mullingar, but you then, so that would be international, you've got the Munster FLA, which you're now going to be taking part in, you've had the County FLA, what's the step before that? The step before so that. is there like a local flower or is it just the county is the first the county is the first, the first stage okay, and then okay. monsters and then all ireland yeah after. Okay. as you can tell i've never yeah. taken part <laughs> in any of them before so uh, yeah no it's amazing yeah it is um i i see you have a box there with you. <laughs> i do i do yes <laughs> Sure, we might. Would you like to give us a tune? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what okay. would you like to play for us? Um, so I might play a set of reels, if that's okay. Um, my two favourite reels. Um, so I'll play the Godfather reel going into the Caucus reel, if that's oh, okay. Perfect. Great. Were you a player yourself, Jim? I I had the uh, I learned the melodion when I was about twelve. 
Camillo with kind of a basic accord. Okay, okay. But and do you still play now? Not at all. No, no, no. no. And you. obviously you, you took up the drums last year with the uh, drumming at the Mount Shannon <laughs> Arts Festival. <laughs> no musical ability high up. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Anyway, we're, we're, are we ready? So Yeah. So yeah. remind us again, what are we going to hear? Um, so I'm going to play a set of reels, The Godfather and The Caucus. Hopefully, that's brilliant. <laughs> stuff Jesse. Oh, that was fantastic that thank was you very much brilliant. thank we, you we seldom get a treat like that here in the <laughs> yeah, studio it's beautiful and obviously when you were at home for the lockdown was it kind of isolating not being able to actually play with others or were there other people in the house that were able to jam as such with you 
No, I was going solo, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I was at home. Um, I did miss, you know, the sessions and playing in the group and everything. Mm. But I guess it gave me time to develop my own solo yeah. performance. God, that's so, wonderful. Yeah. And in terms of even like going back again to people that would be interested to learn, what's the best way for somebody to actually learn, say, the concertina? Like, you know, I presume that there are, I know there's the Munster School in Killaloo. I, I know there's obviously teachers um, all around the place. But is it just a case of research, find where yes, one is local? Yeah. And kind of going out and, you know, finding yeah. finding your own teacher and then um, you're, you'll find loads on Facebook as mm. well and social media yeah. about uh, music schools, teachers, everything. And would people start with with another instrument and then go on to the concertina? It's, I would imagine it's difficult enough to learn the concertina. It is, but um, I started with the fiddle, which people say is the hardest, and then I moved on to concertina. Um, but a lot of people do um, start with the tin whistle. A lot of people even learn tin whistle yeah. in primary school. Um, but I I didn't learn anything before the fiddle, and um, yeah, it really put me to the test, and then... I moved on and everything was easy after yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> I did find the concertina now easier to pick up and then the piano kind of easier again. Mm. Um yeah, I think when you start something, I think it'll you know come find, naturally. Yeah. Um when is, you pick is up the concertina other... traditionally a very I I always thought it was a clear instrument. Yes, very yeah. very yes. popular in I know it's in other places too obviously but that, that it has been very popular in Clare for a long time. They say Clare is the home of concertina music, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's lovely. And so what's next? So obviously Munster, hopefully Fla, Monster, take yes. on the world. Well, What's next for your musical career? Well, um, tonight. <laughs> um, so um, every Thursday night I work in Shorts Bar and Fecal. Okay. And I must mention... Seamus Bugler session down in Fecal every Thursday night. Yeah. It's been going on for over 40 years and it is a great treat for me every Thursday. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm working, but I always come out for a tune or two. Nice. And it's something I enjoy thoroughly every week. Ger doesn't mind you going out for a, a, no. a tune <laughs> But sometimes I sneak out behind the bar. <laughs> well, we won't tell him anyway. <laughs> he, will, he won't notice. But no. that's actually something lovely for the locals. I remember years ago working in a restaurant and like that, you were expected to get up and sing a song. And people would be like, oh my God. That's, that's the person that just served me, you know. So it must be lovely actually for people yes, to see yeah. you come from behind the bar yeah. and actually play. It is my favourite, my favourite session yeah. of like, yeah. out of all the sessions I've been to all over the country, mm. my it's, it is my favourite, favourite session. And of course, Ger kept the thing going during COVID by com yes. coming out every Thursday night on his own in the yeah. closed pub <laughs> and playing a few tunes on Facebook Live. Yes, and singing a few songs. I remember not that. To, not, to, not to break. It was Lena's pub. Yes. Yeah. And not to break the tradition. Or, you yeah, know. yeah. So every that's Thursday night. That's such a night. lovely thing to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then in terms of, like, your own, I suppose, musical career, are you, like, what's the next step? So, obviously, as I said, like you'll win the monster fla hopefully um, and then going on to the fla do you get to actually travel as well with your music well I believe now I'm not 100% familiar with this yeah. but um, if you um, 
happen to get an All-Ireland title, um, you go on a Kyoto's tour. Oh, and nice. that brings you, I believe, all around the country. Mm. And you play at different events and everything. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, it's all chance, you know. Yeah. Um, it's all an opinion on the day. Yes. You have adjudicators yeah. Yeah. there and it's, you know, you might have a bad day, you might have a good day. Yeah. And um, I don't really have any plans yet with my musical career. It's still very early days yeah. yet. I'm really doing the fla for fun. Nice. So yeah. Our colleague here at Scariff Bay Community Radio, Manus Maguire, and yes. you, you know of Manus, and Manus combined, uh, a, he was a GP for, for decades yes, yeah. here, and a uh, top-class musician as well, and combined the two. So yeah, maybe, and he, he was in, because I remember texting him once after listening to one of his, one of his shows in Scariff Bay, and he was actually in New Zealand. And he was doing a tour. So, yes, yeah. And I know myself, I've been in Australia where they have the National Folk Festival. Mm. And it's in Canberra every Easter weekend. Oh, and wow. it's there's a huge influence of Irish traditional music. So even in 19... Was it or in 2016, they actually did a whole thing of, of commemorating the Easter Rising. Um, but they have huge volumes of traditional Irish musicians... So uh, if you ever get to Australia, get yeah. to go there. <laughs> and in Definitely. terms of in terms of your own academic then and your career development, what's what's kind of in the future for you? Obviously, you want to do the pharmacy and then go into medicine. Yes, hopefully that's the plan anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be wonderful. Listen, it's it's been brilliant talking to you. I'm just wondering, if would you play us out as as we come to the end of the interview? Yes. Yeah. What about the one you one of your own compositions? We'd love to hear that. Is that? Yeah, that's perfect. So I will play the latest jig I composed. So it's called Air on Moher and Tully, and on the Tuller Road. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I named it after um, a fond memory I have when I was younger. So every Sunday, myself, my granny, and her late partner Tom Mullins, who was a publican in Gort. We would travel every Sunday to Ennis and we'd always go on the Tuller Road and we had mighty crack together. Good. So um, I in, named it... In memory of that. Yes, in memory of the great crack we had every weekend. Lovely. Lovely. So I'll play Aaron Mohorn at well, to we finish off. Well, we look
Very well done. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Jesse. Jesse, it's great to have you, to, to have had you here in studio. Thanks many, a million, Jim. Thank many you. thanks for joining us, and we look forward. Best of luck with the the pharmacy and on to medicine and, and the flowers. And the flowers. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for having me, Jim and Jennifer. Thank, Thank you. you.